0: I believe uh, Dave Rodriguez, did you wanna comment on this?
1: Just to, just to highlight the meeting on the 17th is the Human Rights Commission meeting that's gonna focus on these issues, uh, designed to be the beginning of the community conversation uh, surrounding uh, some, allow the community to, to express their opinion, their feelings, their frustrations, and start working towards some community solutions to these issues.
0: Thank you. Uh, let's see, so we have Council of Bears and Council of Kelly, Council of Bears.
2: Thank you, Mr. President. Um, Yeah, I mean, the intent here and the intent of the next motion is that uh, the 14 white people who are in elected office might not have the best answers to these questions. Um, And I don't think that we should just go ahead and say we can solve racism. uh, You know, we don't experience it. Um, So I think the intent of this is to say, this is a crisis. This is an emergency. You know, we need to take action. As I, Councillor Moran, I said, this is not some, you know, this is a starting point, this is a statement of values and we have to live up to those values through action. Um, I could put 10 things on the agenda tonight, um, but I think I wanna hear from black residents and residents of color about what they wanna do moving forward um, and and residents of the community. I think we have to have an open process an open conversation. And I don't think um, that us coming up with ideas in a room is necessarily the best way to do that. Uh, so. That's the intent of this. um, And the intent of the following motion is to bring the public in because at the end of the day, a lot of this is about how we all live our lives. And, you know, us saying something and us putting something out, you know, we can get to a lot of problems, but the biggest thing we need to do is do the education and do the conversation and have that community process so that we can, you know, how many people, saw things or heard things in the past week that they never thought were happening in this city. Because I, I know 15 who texted me about it and I'm sure that there's many more. The intent here is this is a statement of our values. We're taking this seriously. We're gonna take action. Um, so that's the intent of this. And uh, I think we have to involve the community as openly and widely as possible to do that. So thank you.
0: Thank you, got so Bears. the beers. Uh,
3: thank you, uh, Mr. President, and I appreciate the time. Um, but this this is a, a question, a, a resolution that um, it could be looked deeper, and it could also be looked at by the public as just lip service. So I think that I I, I had a statement that that I too feel the murder of George Floyd is un- incomprehensible horror that has occurred in our country. I'm beyond saddened by the current state of the union. As a father, husband, son, brother, and more importantly, a human being, it is unfathomable that yet again is discriminatory murders act has occurred. How are we here yet again? We need to have, what needs to happen for these census acts of violence to stop. We're being ripped apart by this nation and controversies. These situations remind us that as a privileged white male, I need to first of all acknowledge that my privilege. Secondly, I need to be responsible for how I lead my life and model beliefs and behaviors that support the values of all people that we're all created equal so questions come about is it matters it matters how we treat each other it matters that we teach our children what we teach our children it matters the words we use it matters what actions we take it matters what choices we make now that will actually create a better future and yes black lives do matter in medford we need, we need to see some change. We've heard that, and as we talk and bring this uh, uh, resolution forward, we realize that um, as we listen to young men and women that I've, co- I've coached and taught, and they express their concerns of racism and, and inequalities, it opens your eyes. I love the city of Medford, I'm heartbroken that we have our residents continually traumatized and hurt by ignorance. But I'm also wanna make sure that we, as a community learn to work together and make sure that we're um, in this, in looking at some of these emails that we're getting a divisive in splitting our community where, you know, the, the whole uh, defunding of the police department and looking at what, what the budget looks like in the police department I've talked to the chief I know we have to look at change we need to address uh the way that our police officers might need more professional development when it comes to conflict resolution I understand we have concerns with how our police officers are being hired but I think that as we move forward like council knight said I think we need more action i think that with the mayor's leadership that we need to start a forum with members in our community our black community that can come out and tell us as my as my former students have come and talked to me about and shared those concerns now great like council Councillor bear says yep here's all the white people talking to 14 privileged white people that are in in power here at our uh, political level but i don't see one person of color here i don't haven't heard''ve I, I, heard, I've got a I've got a form letter from from people that, that have concerns. a statement like this I appreciate it and I can understand that Co- council morell and council Beers want to wa- want to go uh, forward with this, but as I talk to my Uh, Colleagues in Somerville, there is substance behind what they're going to do. So it's great to send out a statement and talk about this horror and talk about the change. When you sit with a a, a young black man and a young black woman, they tell you that they're afraid sometimes to leave their house if they're going to come home. And that's an awful way to think. But what I think we need more than ever right now is the action. I think that we should immediately uh, form a community, uh, community advisory group with, um, with our, uh, um, our city administrators, our police department, our superintendent, our black leaders in our community, so they can lead us to what, what is actually wrong. I have two young children that opened up a lot of dialogue but we need to start moving forward with a discussion, not with just uh, a statement. So I thank you for hearing me and, um, and uh, hopefully we see some movement. Thank you.
0: Thank you, Councilor Scott Kelly, uh, Let's see, uh, we have a number of people with a hand up. Uh, at this point, I'll recognize, uh, we'll get to everyone. So uh, let's see, uh, Christia Vino, name and address for the record, please.
4: Thank you, Mr. President. Um, Christy Avino, 24 Carberry Street in Medford, Massachusetts. Thank you so much, Councilor Bears, for your very thoughtful and your um, forthright um, action that you've taken by uh, submitting this resolution to the Medford City Council. Thank you, Councilor Morrell, for um, putting together um, such clear authority, supporting that, yes, systemic racism is a public health emergency in our country, Um, not just with respect to police violence, but also with respect to health care, access to health treatment, and many other quality of life indicators. I think as I look at our city council um, composed of entirely, what appears to me, white individuals, um, it's clear that more work needs to be done within our city to elevate people of color um, to representation. But that is not where we are today. And I think it's incumbent upon this council to look at this groundswell that is happening across this country, Um, people protesting in the middle of a pandemic because they are in fear of their lives. They are in fear for their children's lives. They're in fear for their parents' lives. And I think if Medford chooses not to come forward with so many other Cities, towns, states, medical organization, um, for example, nurses organizations across the country are coming forward and supporting resolutions like Councilor bears. I think if this council chooses not to do it, we are saying we are afraid and we are on the wrong side of history. The time is now to step up and say yes. We are committed to working with our black brothers and sisters. We are committed to working with the African American community that has sustained the city of Medford for so long, but not seen representation at the state le- at the city level or the state level. We are committed by issuing this statement to saying, yes, we see you, we recognize you. A statement issued at the beginning of the city council meeting doesn't do it, but passing a formal resolution saying, yes, we are willing to get to work. We are willing to put together forms. We're willing to sit down with a mayor. Yes, the action items will come. But right now today, when so many people, uh, people of all color, white people, across this country are in so much pain from the decades and really centuries of violence against people of color in the United States, the time is now to step forward and say, yes, we recognize that systemic racism must be dismantled in many ways. But it is, first of all, a public health emergency. And I urge all counselors to listen carefully to um, the statistics that Councillor Morrell has provided and really listen to the voices of people, not only across the country, but here in Medford, um, asking our elected officials to stand up with us and stand with us. The time is now. Thank you very much.
0: Thank you, Christy. Um, Let's see, we have um, Natalie Hill. Name and
4: address for the record, please. I already spoke, I apologize, I'll be brief. Um, But I forgot to mention one of the action items that I think folks should address is the mural that is in the post office on Forest Street. I know there was a petition in 2018 to address this mural, Um, it is I, I can't understand why this hasn't been taken down at this point in time, but it really should be addressed. And it's a clear action item that can be taken. Um, again, I'm Natalie Hill, 15 Madison Street, Medford. Hey,
0: th- thank you very much. Uh, Councils Capelli. did you wanna speak on that?
3: Yeah, I know for the last speaker, I appreciate everybody's comments and um, I'm open-minded, but at the same time, um, a statement is a statement. Well. What I want to make sure that we do, I'm going to uh, make the motion that we refer to uh, for a meeting immediately with the Board of Health, the mayor, the police chief, the diversity director, and our uh, school superintendent to address items immediately. So I'm going to put my money where my mouth is, and we need to go move forward with this. So I call for my president and our school city council to move that motion to vote on that motion and get the get the conversation started not what some of will put out and what other communities are putting out let's do what method needs to do to make sure that we are protecting our friends of color and that have been hit with with this racial injustice i think we need to move forward with that thank you mr president
0: thank thank you, council, council if, if i may to make sure so that is uh, that if i'm correct that is an amendment to the main resolution offered Please. by council is in Council Morel. Clerk yes. Herdway, please uh, just confirm that you have the wording of Council of Scott Kelly. The motion. Yes,
1: I have the wording. If you'd like me to read it back, uh, it's an amendment. It's a motion. It's, I'm sorry, it's a motion. Do you want it as part of the main motion? You want to amend the main paper? You want it as a B paper? I want it as a B paper.
5: Okay, it's a B paper. Okay. The motion on the main paper. All
1: right.
5: B paper the motion to, on the
1: main paper. Is
0: it a B paper or is it a motion on the main paper? It's a B paper offered by Councillor Scarpelli.
1: Un, un, I mean, I, 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 I still, I'm still not clear whether Councillor Scarpelli is moving, is moving to approve the paper with, with this condition on it or whether it's a B paper to the main paper. No, it's a B paper. I'm not moving to accept this. What, what I'm
3: hearing from, from everybody is that we need action. So I agree. So my motion isn't to; um, it's to move forward to get the board of health, the uh, the mayor's office, the police chief, the diversity director, the superintendent of schools to immediately mo- meet with the suit with the with the Method City Council to start a process by bringing people of color to the table, working with them to 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 make sure that we move to to a positive resolution. And this isn't going to take. This isn't gonna be a, a, a one week issue. This is something that we need to find a way to work both budgetary and socially to move this forward. So thank you, Mr. Uh, Clerk. Thank you. I hope you got that.
1: I got it. Thank you.
0: Okay, uh, let's see. We had a, uh, uh, Vice President Carviello, did you have your hand up?
6: I did, Mr. President. I want to thank you, and uh, I want to thank uh, all my colleagues for uh, the great uh, suggestion, especially C- Councilor Scott Pelley, saying that uh, we're Medford, and we should do what's good for our community, not what's good for other communities. Mr. President, I've been—I've lived in this community my whole life. I'm a graduate of Medford High School, uh, many of, similar to what many of these other people are, and uh, I'm a—I'm a probably a 30-year volunteer in this community. Uh, long before I ran for city council, I was—I was involved uh, with this community. Uh, doing, try, doing many, many things. So uh, I work from action. I don't, uh, I don't work from uh, from statements or uh, pieces of paper. I, I, I let my actions uh, and leadership lead the way in what I do and what I would You know, um, when I first ran for office uh, ten years ago, uh, one of the people who schooled me pretty well was uh, the late Wally Counts, and Wally Counts took me into his house two hours one night uh, and really uh, explained to me what. It, uh, uh, the things that it took to be a counselor in, in, in the city of Medford and how he had supported other people for council, and they didn't live up to his expectations over, over what they should do for the Afri- Afri- African-American community. And I made a commitment to Wally Counts that night that I would continue to support everyone in our African-American community and I still continue to do so to this day. So, Mr. President, I lead with my actions uh, and I'm a leader in this community I'll continue to be a leader in the Afri- African-American community Uh,
0: uh, going forward. Thank you, Vice President Carviello. Uh, Danielle Palocca.
7: Hi, thank you. Um, I'm not like too familiar with city government, so um, this is a great learning experience for me, but um, like Natalie, I'm also a social
0: worker. Danielle, and I apologize to interrupt. The first thing we need to do is if you could just give us your name and address for the record, the clerk records that and then you can that
7: he can speak. I'm sorry. Sorry about that. Danielle Balaka, 17 Wilson Street in Medford. Um, So I want to echo um, Natalie. I'm also a social worker in the community um, and I've been having a lot of conversations with clients about their safety, especially um, Black people right now. Um, And I think your responsibility as our city council members is to make yourself accessible and to out yourselves as yourselves as people who um, honor and respect Black lives. Many of you are noticing your privilege right now. Um, and don't forget that our black community members and their ancestors have always known about our privilege. Um, and I think what you're deciding around uh, declaration versus action steps, um, I think it's, it sounds like you're deciding that people of color don't need to hear about your immediate support. Um, and so Mr. Scarapelli, um, he described the murder of George Floyd as incomprehensible and I just want to put it out there that that's not incomprehensible for our black community members. It happens all the time. Um, And just to like. Point uh, of information. Point of information,
3: Mr.
8: President.
3: One minute, please. Uh So, okay. Almost done. uh, The, the imprehensible is that someone was, was tragically killed. So that's what's imprehensible. And then the, the, the idea of. Um, I, I, if you can repeat the comment that you made before, because I I, I I thought I mis- misheard you speak that that we're not.
7: So yeah, so I was just gonna bring up the point that I think what it sounds like what you guys are saying is we're just, you're deciding between a declaration or action steps, and I think it doesn't have to be an either or, but it can be a yes and. I think like putting a putting a declaration out to the community. Letting them know that you stand with Black people is, is is really important, and that's a way to activate the community, get Black get Black community members involved in your, um, in the work that you're going to continue to do. Point
3: of information, Mr. President.
0: Okay. Uh, point of information, kato,
3: I think my words are clear. I think that my record speaks for itself. I think that making a motion just to make a motion, as other communities did, I want to go further beyond that. So I think it's more important, yes, that we make that motion. To meet with all the representatives to get this forward.
0: Thank you, Councilor Thank Scott Kelly. Uh, we have uh, Councilor, uh, Beers, Councilor, Morrell, Councilor, Marx, Councilor Beers, Councilor Morel, Councilor Marks, Councilor Beers. What point of information,
9: Mr. President?
0: Point of information, Councilor Marks. Councilor Marks.
9: I just want to state because you know I'm I'm actually here tonight to listen more than I do speak, uh, but I, I think this is far too important of an issue to uh, not attack it on many fronts. So I'm not opposed to putting out a statement. I'm not opposed to getting together, as Councilor Scott Pelly said, and trying to move issue items forward. I think we have to attack this head on, Mr. President. As we heard, this uh, systemic racism has existed for decades. Uh, so don't believe for one second we can take one approach to solve this. We have to take many different approaches, Mr. President, and I, as one member of the council, am willing to do that, Mr. President. So tonight, because I'm not saying a lot, I wanted to listen, Mr. President. I think it's important to listen to the community. I attended the rally, Mr. President, and as my council colleagues state, um, I, I realize there's a lot of anger out there. But you have to remember, I represent this whole city. When someone reaches out to me with a concern. I don't ask them what their ethnicity is. I don't ask them what their religion is. I help everyone, Mr. President. So I would hope that members of the general public realize that uh, we're here to assist. We're here to help. And I I don't think there's anyone behind the real, the seven of us, us, that don't want to see change in this community, Mr. President. And um, I, for one, agree with my colleagues. I like to see action. And I'm not saying a statement's not bad. I agree with the statement that was made by both Council of Beers Morrell. I agree with that, but I also like to see action. I wanna see action happen in this community, Mr. President. You know, uh, this is a long point of information, but I'll wait, uh, Mr. President. But I did wanna mention, because I'd say 90% of the emails I got were relative to defunding the police department. And I, I think at some point, no one wants to talk about it, but at some point that discussion needs to be had, Mr. President because I've talked to members of the general public, I've talked to members of the police department, and I, you know, in my opinion, I think the general public and the police department share a lot of common concerns and a lot of issues that I hear people raise about maybe the police department has too much on their plate, maybe the police department shouldn't be domestic violence specialists, maybe they shouldn't be drug counselors, maybe they shouldn't be mental health counselors, social workers, Um, and, and those are the issues I think you know, that we can have common ground and say, you know what, maybe we have to look at funding stuff outside of the police budget to assist with issues, Mr. President, that we're hearing. I think there's a lot of common ground. I really do. But I don't want to get bogged down in the weeds of us against them. And, you know, I, you know, I ran for office to help, Mr. President. And if people see otherwise, so be it. Everyone's entitled to their opinion. But I think all of us have the same intent, Mr. President. We want to move this forward. And I think getting back and forth with semantics and so forth, I think it doesn't do the conversation uh, just, Mr. President. So I just want to add that, uh, Mr. President. I'm here for the long run. I'm here to assist uh, and help out. But I'm also here to listen. God gave me two ears and one mouth for a reason. Do twice as much listening, Mr. President.
0: You are correct. Thank you, Councilor Marks. We have a... Councillor Beers, uh, Councillor Merle, we have a number of, the, of uh, members of the public that would like to speak on this, and I know you've been speaking uh, n- numerous times, but uh, I'll recognise Councillor Beers.
2: Thank you, Mr. President. And I mean, I don't know how I could have made it any clearer that this is a starting point for the action that we're talking about. That this is this is a beginning. This is a, not even a beginning; a continuation and a recognition. Um, and just to the point, this is action. This is an action that we are being asked to take by the black and latino elected officials of this commonwealth they said municipalities this is one of the actions we want you to take and it's not about somerville it's not about anything else this is about the fact that black and latino elected officials across the state have said we want communities to do this and i'm listening to them so that's why this is on the agenda and that's why i put it forward i'm listening to them and i want the next item is about a forum so that we can listen to people in this community and get to the agreement and make these changes. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I the intention is. You, all else I wanted to say is I'm so grateful for all of the people who showed up tonight, all the people who spoke. And I, I likely won't speak again on this topic, but who knows?
10: Thank you, Council Bears. Council Morrell. Thank you, Mr. President. Yeah, and I will just be brief. Um, I just want to echo what Councillor Bears was saying. This is a starting point. This is um, it feels silly to say naming the problem because this is a, this is something that has existed for since the beginning of our country. Um, and as Marianne O'Connor said, this is you know this is a known issue. Um, but it, it's it's naming it and it's starting these conversations. And absolutely, as I as I said when I introduced this, this is the this is not the work. The work starts from here. This is naming where we have to go from here. And again, as Councilor Baer said, this is responding to a direct call from the Massachusetts Black and Latino Legislative Caucus. Um, encouraging us to do this, to do this action. This is one of the many actions they're encouraging. So I'm trying to listen to those voices and move off that. And I, I want to, I'll stop talking as well. I want to give time for people to talk. Thank you.
0: Thank you, Katzla uh, We have a number of residents that want to speak uh, that have been waiting patiently. So I want to, uh, uh, let's see um, if we could go to, uh, to Rebecca Schmeling. Sh- I apologize if I have that incorrect. If you could just give us your name and address for the record, please.
11: Yeah, that was a a pretty good pronunciation. So (laughs) Uh, I'm at 206 Salem Street here in Medford. um, And I I just really, um, a lot of the things I wanted to say were already said by some really eloquent. Least spoken people. Um, I want to echo what Danielle was saying, that I don't think you have to choose between words and actions. And uh, as a, a white person myself, I think the past few weeks I've been dealing with kind of my own privilege and realizing that while it's great to say that your actions speak for themselves, sometimes we need to say the words and do the actions. So um, just hearing a lot of community members in the past Few weeks arguing on social media about you know all lives matter versus Black Lives Matter. I think it's really important that as a, a body that represents this community, we're saying it out loud that that this is a problem that we need to address. And um, I do want to just kind of echo what uh, Councilman Scarpelli was saying about bringing in the community. Uh, I think you know there's probably a reason why all of the council members and From what I can tell, most of the people speaking tonight are white. Um, You know, what can we do as a council to bring people to feel more comfortable um, speaking, you know, and listening and and participating uh, with the rest of the community? So uh, I I don't want to say a grand speech either. I want to let other people have their time, but just really um, thank you to to. Uh, the council people who have put this resolution forward and actions and words don't have to be you know separate You can do actions and have words as well. So thanks.
8: Thank you, Rebecca uh, We have
0: Divya Anand, if you could please have your name and address for the record, please
12: uh, Divya Anand, 122 Park Street, Medford Unit 2 Uh, I heard a a lot of the city councilors speak and also members of the public speak. And one, um, a few things that stood out to me was, you know, where as a person of color, we would be invited to the table and um, we don't want to be invited to the table. We want you to listen. And there was someone who said that we would be allowed and I object to that term. I have been in the city council, I have tried to speak up in the past and I've had horrible experiences. So I hope there is a, there are a few moments of reflection on how comfortable or how safe city council spaces or city administration spaces are for people of color to even show up and speak up. And, and I heard about the community advisory board. And I also want to throw in, like, in that advisory board, who has power. And also, please note that all people of color, all black people are not a monolith. We have differences of opinion. There's diversity among us. So I just wanted to throw in, throw in that as well. Thank you.
8: Thank you. Uh, Let's see, Melanie McLaughlin, name and address for the record. Melanie, I'm trying to unmute you.
13: Okay, Melanie, you're on. um, Council President Falco, I was just saying it's Melanie McLaughlin, one five two Austin. Hi, uh, Councilor, um, President Council President Falco. Just saying that it's Melanie Austin Street. And since I've spoken earlier, I will defer if there are other people with their hands raised um, until the end.
0: I think you're one of the other other people so with their hands. Uh, please feel oh, okay, pretty good.
13: Um, Okay, thank you. Yeah, I just wanted to echo. I've done a lot of um, work as a uh, a woman, a white woman of privilege as well, and uh, I want to echo the other folks who are thanking Councillor Bears and Councillor Morrell. I thought Councillor Bears' uh, statement was incredibly articulate and right on the uh, money for everything that I've been hearing and uh, listening to among the community. I agree with many of the folks who are saying we need to listen and not talk, and I especially agree with. Our previous speaker Divya Anand, who talked about uh, safe spaces for people of color um, and uh, uh, white people and white privilege, and I think that if we're talking about any community forums, uh, we need to be the ones who are invited to the table as white people, and it needs to be uh, people of color-led. And Divya is a great example of, as she talks about A B I P O C—that's African American Indigenous People of Color—and um, those are the ranges of the of, of individuals.
8: Nine. No. I think we lost Melanie. Okay. Well, I think Melanie might have dropped off the call. Oh, did-
13: Hi, I'm here. Sorry. I, it looked like you guys dropped me and then it looked like, uh, so you just put me back on. Please continue. I don't know how much you guys heard. So I feel like I was on the cell phone talking when, you know, you don't know if anybody's on the other line. So all I just wanted to add was I thought, uh, counselor bears and counselor Morel were incredibly articulate. I echo, um, the sentiment of, uh, other white folks in this space, but um, it is unfortunate that um, there are so many white people speaking in this space. I think to Dr. Anand's point, Dr. Divya Anand's point, who has done a lot of this work previously, we need to be the folks invited to the table. I think we need to make a strong statement that Black Lives Matter, that uh, Zach Beer's resolution and the uh, advice of our um, friends who are uh, A B I P O C individuals is taken. Um, and I would strongly encourage the council and the community to listen and to be invited into spaces where people of color are inviting us. um, And if they're gracious enough to invite us after the 400 years of oppression and all of the things that we've seen, um, it's been a really powerful time. And I especially wanna thank the students for what they did last week in coming forward. I was so impressed and so horrified at the same time with what I was reading, knowing that it was true, but also the bravery in which they came forward. That's all I have to say, Thank you.
8: thank you.
0: Um, I was going to rec- recognize Joyce Paul next. Is Joyce still
8: on the call? I
0: think we may have lost Joyce. Okay. Okay. Uh, any other, would anybody else like to comment? Or, uh,
3: Thank you, Mr. President. Again, I think that uh, I, Appreciate uh, School Committee member Mellon McLaughlin. I think that as we start these conversations, one thing I realized and what I've heard and who I heard from the most and the loudest are our young people, uh, young people of color that really stood up and said, this is what we need. This is the problem. These are the issues, these are concerns. So I think as we move on with that group, um, I know that I need to withdraw that B paper and I want to make that as a motion, please. I know I think I misspoke, but having those uh, young people at the table, so yes, we can listen to them, we can invite them to come in. And this is what I've done in the last couple of, in the last couple of weeks, especially is as I'm talking to uh, young men and women of color, I've asked them as a privileged white man, what do you see? What, what, can, what can help us learn, teach us what we, what we need to learn? Because there's a lot that we need to learn. As a, as a privileged white community. So maybe, as they said, listen to them, bring them as part of the forum. There's the mouths of babes, they're gonna tell you how they feel and we have to listen. So again, I, 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 I made a mistake as I spoke early, I motioned uh, to, um, to uh, move forward with uh, the, uh, the information that I spoke earlier, Mr. Clerk, and move forward with the resolution,
8: with the motion. Thank you. Thank you, Council Scott uh, We have, let's see, uh, Diane Sullivan. Yes, hi. Hi, yeah. give me address the record, please.
14: Yes, thank you, Mr. President. Diane Sullivan, 83 Jerome Street, West Medford. Thank you. I just wanted to um, acknowledge my appreciation for Councillor Bears and Councillor Morell's um, work and leadership on this. Um, I appreciate um, you know what folks have added to this conversation. and I think most of us here in Medford acknowledge this is a long overdue conversation. Um, it's not the first time we've approached this uh, very sensitive issue. As an ally, I've, I'm a, uh, you know, a social justice and racial justice advocate. I've been for many years. Um, it's been uh, my intent to try to educate other white allies. And I think that um, as we look for our roles in this community, um, that's where our attention um, you know, or, or where we can really help and support each other. Um, you know, I agree. I apologize. I missed her name as I'm driving um, but um, the woman of color who spoke about um, how safe people of color feel in, um, in, in in showing up in city government and I just want you know I've been doing the work of engaging people with lived experience in the anti-poverty space myself is somebody with lived experience who. You know, and just in full disclosure, when I first started to uh, think about what white privilege meant as somebody who was low income, I had a hard time wrapping my head around it. Um, But it soon became clear that even despite my poverty, um, my privilege was always intact. Um, So I'm dedicated.
8: Diane, you there? Diane?
14: Encouraged by the, the bravery that our students have shown. I've had one-on-one conversations with a lot of um, young adults who've been impacted by racism in this city. Um, I'm encouraged by their bravery. I agree. Um, we, it, this is really about building trust in relationships. You know, when we talk about, you know, quote unquote, inviting uh, folks to the table, we really need to create the space that says, you are welcome and you are equal. Um, your voice matters and you are an expert in your own experience and And we need to really listen to these voices. So I'm encouraged by the discussion tonight I throw my 100% full support behind it I'm doing my you know work on my own trying to connect with um, a lot of these youth So that they right now can acknowledge the power that they hold um, Come together with those that they see in power um, and really begin on the path towards healing, because that's really what it is. And we have to acknowledge white privilege, have this discussion in ways and creative ways that, that we haven't thought about before. So um, you know, again, Councilor Bears, Councilor Morrell um, for taking your leadership and, and other council members who are um, you know, clearly uh, ready to get behind this. So thank you all so much for, for, your, uh, for your time and your dedication.
0: Thank you. Thank you.
14: Uh, are there any other
0: comments or questions, or would anybody like to make a statement? Did we
8: get Joyce back? I feel bad. We lost Joyce. Um, okay. Um,
0: if, so, if, if I may, I want to. I want to thank um, Councillor uh, Beers and Councillor uh, Morrell for bringing this paper forward. I agree with you a thousand percent. Um, and I think Councilor uh, you know, you hit it on the head when you said, you know, this can't be the end. This has to be just the beginning. You know, it's a continuation. We need to work on this and we need to work on this now. This has to be something that is addressed immediately. It will take time, but we need to begin now. So I thank you both for bringing this forward. I agree with you a thousand percent. I look forward to working with everyone throughout our community on, uh, on this issue. It needs to be addressed and we need to do it now. So I look forward to working with the administration uh, all the elected officials, everyone, uh, the the public—we need involvement. And I think council Mac on the head. We need to listen, and that that that's really big. So I thank you for bringing this forward. On the motion of, uh, so on the co- motion of Councilor uh, Beers and Councilor Morrell seconded by. Is
8: there a second? Mr. President,
9: does this include the B paper as well? Uh, that is, that's going to be a separate resolution.
3: I eliminated the B paper.
0: okay. You eliminated the B I, I paper. No, no worries, no worries. So on the motion of Councillor Morrell and Councillor Bears seconded by. Second. Council Marks. Clerk Herdeby's please call the roll.
8: Council Bears. Yes. Vice President carabiello Vice President Carabiello?
1: I don't have Vice President Carroll. I'm going to to skip Vice President Carroll. I'm going to go to Councilor Knight.
5: Uh, Mr. President, uh, I would vote no this evening and I would like the record to reflect that I feel as though we need to meet with the administration and produce some action items before we move forward.
1: Councilor Marks. Yes. Councilor Morrell. Yes. Councilor Scarpelli. No. President Falco? Yes. And then we need uh, Vice President Carviello. I didn't hear him.
0: Vice President Carviello, are you with us?
6: Hold on, Mr. President. Thank you. I'm sorry. I left, I left the table for a minute. I'm sorry. We're uh, voting on the
8: resolution.
6: No, I'm going to vote no. Uh, I think uh, uh, for the same reasons that my other two colleagues are saying. Uh, we, we need to take action on this and not, uh, not words, not, not pieces of paper. Okay, so you're a no vote? Yes.
0: Okay. Uh, thank you. Clerk, you've called the roll. Uh, I have four in the affirmative, three in the negative, the motion passes. Is that what you have?
1: That's what I have. Okay, correct.
0: Okay. Four in the affirmative, three in the negative, the motion passes. Two zero four zero six offered by Council of Beers. Beers. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm gonna, Council I'm Scar- yeah, Council has Scar- Scar-
1: Scarpelli has a, has a motion. Yeah. Council Scarpelli's motion. Do
0: you have the wording to that?
1: I want to make sure I have that wording right. You want to move for a meeting, uh, for an immediate meeting with the mayor, uh, the police chief, the board of health, the, the diversity director, the school, uh, the, school um, and, uh, the school superintendent and a school superintendent and representative of communities of color.
3: Yes. And especially the youth. And so the youth. youth. And, um, we looked at our leadership, our senior leadership, uh, and have our uh, high school students involved in these discussions because uh, that, that's where I'm hearing uh, as, as I've gone out and talked that I've heard a lot from our students more than anything so I'd would, I, I would love to have them at that table. Okay. Thank you.
9: Second Mr. President.
0: Uh, the motion of Councilor Scott Pelly seconded by Vice President Caviello. Clerkard, please Mr. Call. President before the roll is called. Councilor Marks.
9: I, I believe Councilor Scott Pelley alluded to it, but I just want to uh, confirm that this meeting is also uh, going to be a meeting open to the general public, correct? Absol-
3: oh, absolutely. Okay. But I think I- it's a forum. That's what I'm asking for. A forum with uh, a, a table where, especially as people have spoken, that people of color don't feel comfortable in, in our forum, that we need to reach those individuals and, and bring them to that table so they can share and help us move forward in a positive way and make Method a better place to, to live. So right. I think thank it's you, important that we Thank you for clarifying. You. Yeah. Mr.
8: President.
2: Mr. President.
0: Okay, and I motion by Councilor Scott Pelley, seconded by Councilor Marks. Councilor Pierce.
2: Uh, motion to join this with paper 2406, uh, the request for a forum with the mayor that I put on the agenda for tonight's meeting.
0: Okay, So, uh, so,
3: so,
0: c- I of the
3: of the no, I, I don't think you can.
0: You want this separate?
3: I want this separate, please. Okay,
0: separate resolution. Okay, on the motion of Councilor Scarpelli, seconded by Councilor Marks, Clerk Herdebees, please call the roll.
1: Councilor Bears, sure. Vice President Carabiello, yes. Councilor Knight, yes. Councilor yes. Marks, yes. Councilor Morel, yes. Councilor Scarpelli, yes. President Falco.
0: Yes, the affirmative zero and the negative motion passes. 20-406 offered by Council of Bears, be resolved that the Memphis City Council, be resolved by the Memphis City Council that the council and the city administration urgently host a public community forum for residents to discuss the structural and cultural concerns regarding policing in our community as requested by numerous Method residents and community organizations, Council of Bears.
2: Thank you, Mr. President. Um, the intent of this was very similar to the discussion that we had. Um and I just uh essentially I think we need to have a forum, but I think the most important thing is that if we're gonna have a bunch of counselors, the mayor, chief of police, all these folks in the room. It can't be about us talking. It needs to be about us listening. And that's what I'm most concerned about. Um, you know, we need to make sure that we are not just taking action because we want to take action. And I understand the urgent desire for action, but as Divya said, if people of color don't even feel comfortable and safe coming to public meetings and spaces and speaking, you know, that forum is going to be very, it's not going to be what we need it to be. So um, the intent of this motion is very similar to to that before. And I would just make one amendment. Um, uh, It's cultural concerns regarding racism and policing. So two separate topics. Um, You know, I think we need to talk about both racism in our community. Uh, goes far beyond anything about policing
0: it's it's everywhere thank you council bears council scarpelli uh,
3: thank you council president thank you council bears uh, again but what i've heard and this is why i'm so animated is that as i work with uh strong men of color and we sit together and they say you know george it's great um we're gonna we're gonna you know. We're going to march and we're going to do this and we're going to do that. But you know what? As the next day comes on, something else is going to happen. It's going to be forgotten. Okay. Because remember, when I was a young man, Rodney King was beaten. And remember, everybody stood up and marched and burned the city down. So I think it's important. And again, I'm going to stress it it's important that my friends, my neighbors that have talked to me and said, George, if you're an elected official, Talk is great. Marches are great. Do something. So let's do something. That's why these meetings are important that we have right away. The budget's important. We know that, but we can't let another day go by without finishing this. So thank you, Thanks, your bears. thank you, Councilor. Uh,
0: thank you, Councilor Scott Kelly. Vice President Caviero. Thank you, Mister President. You know, Mister President, you know, we talk about
6: having all these meetings, all these meetings, and they're all, all well and great. But here we are. Um, a bunch of white people, knowing, thinking that we know all the yields uh, of of, of uh, African Americans, and we don't, we don't. And I'm I'm a little disappointed tonight uh, that I didn't hear from uh, so from more people in the community um, about about their issues. So, uh, and uh, if 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 all we're going to do is have meetings amongst ourselves and people of color don't come to these meetings, then uh, then, then we're going nowhere, as the president. So that—that's that, the key: is to bring people of color to the table, not a bunch of white people thinking that we know uh, what their ills are, and because we don't, we haven't walked in these shoes, and we don't know. We think we might think we know, but we don't. I mean, we we have an idea, but again, we don't know. And again, the the, the real key idea is we need to bring them to the table to have these discussions. So again, so that's. Th- that, that's the most important part, Mr. President.
0: Thank you, Vice President Cariello. Uh, Councilor Murrell.
10: Thank you, Mr. President. I'm not trying to delve too deep into this topic, but I think we need to watch carefully when we're asking people of color to do the unpaid labor of educating us. Uh, racism is something white people had a very good part in, and I think we could definitely think of some ways we can do better by it um, and and not asking um people of color in medford to answer all of our questions and do all the work for us um so i just want to put that on the record thank you
0: thank you uh council pierce I, I just
2: want to echo i, I want to echo Councilor Morell and i just want to say i just i just got a text from medford resident of color i'm not going to put them on the spot who said there's a lot of hate on Facebook right now and it scared people away from this meeting. So I just, again, you know, racism has a lot of different impacts and one of them is who shows up here.
0: Thank you, Council of Beers. Uh, let's see, um, any of questions from the council? Any other comments? Okay, uh, let's see. Curtis, we can try to unmute you. Curtis, I, name and address for the director please.
1: Thank you. This is uh, Curtis Tuton at 38 Early Ave in Medford, and I just wanted to speak to the issue you're discussing about how there hasn't been a, a large number of people of color voicing their opinions tonight, and I wanted to point out that especially due to the pandemic, we are a technologically segregated city right now, and I happen to be a white guy who happens to have multiple devices and just very reliable internet, but that is not the case for a lot of the families and people who would rather be here. And I know when we were all at Hormel at the vigil together that there are a bunch of people who couldn't make it tonight that want to see progress in this city. So thank you for making sure it gets on the agenda. And I hope that the news of the positive steps tonight reach the all corners of Medford. So thank you.
0: Thank you, Curtis. Any other questions or comments? Okay. Okay, seeing and hearing none on the motion of council of bears seconded by second second by councillor morel as amended by council of bears clerk herdevis please call the roll
1: councilor bears yes vice president carabiello yes. President Caraviello. yes yes thank you Councilor knight Yes. Council Marks. Yes. Council Morrell. Yes. Council Scarpelli. Yes. President Falco.
0: Yes, seven, the affirmative zero and the negative. The motion passes. Two zero four zero seven, offered by Council of Bears, be resolved at the Memphis City Council exp- uh, expressed 2680 <coughs> in act relative to municipal governance during the COVID-19 emergency be a further resolved. Uh, that the legislature amend the text of 2680 to allow municipalities to issue state-qualified deficit financing bonds to provide revenue to support essential general fund programs endangered by the current economic crisis. Be it further resolved that the city clerk forward a copy of this resolution to the method legislative delegation, as well as the house, uh, as well as House Speaker de Leo, Senate President Spilka, and Governor Baker. Councilor Bears
2: thank you mr president um, so uh, i i'm happy to report um, that the bill actually passed late last weekend has been signed into law um, spoke with representative donato about it as well one thing that the bill allows the city to do is to uh, look at special revenue funds um, and p- using those for general fund expenses if needed uh, there's also a variety of other municipal budget items in that uh, bill so i uh, withdraw the paper as it's no longer relevant
0: uh, the paper has been withdrawn by uh, Councilor Barris. Clerk Curniby, uh, you have that? The paper has been withdrawn. Mr.
1: President, I have it as withdrawn, yes.
0: Thank you. Uh, Councilor Knight?
1: Uh, the paper
5: has been introduced, Mr. President. Um, it's been read right into the record, so I believe by the council rules, I think we have to uh, maybe move on it, but um, either way, um, I just think this is a very slippery slope. Uh, now we're writing state law. Um, I don't think that's uh, scope and purview to, uh, you know, direct the state legislature to uh, amend bills and pieces of legislation that are before them, um, that are going to be impactful to the 351 cities and towns. We can't even get our affairs in our own house straightened up. And we're up there telling people in the state house what to put in bills. I don't think that that's really appropriate or within the scope of function of by the city council, Mr. President. Um, so as we move forward, you know, I'd ask the, that the council president, uh, remain cognizant of that and, um, Take a position as to whether or not that type of action will be out of order or uh, allowed in the future.
0: Thank you, Councilor Knight. Um, so, since the paper has been introduced, what we'll do is we'll receive it an pla- and place it on file. Um, so, uh, on the there. motion, on the motion of Councilor Bears, seconded by Councilor Knight, to receive a place on file. Clerk, please call the roll.
1: Councilor Bears, yes. Vice President Carabiello, yes. Councilor Knight, yes. Councilor Marks. Yes. Councilor Morell? Yes. Councilor Scarpelli? Yes. President Falco?
0: Yes. Certainly affirmative zero the negative. The papers received in place on file. 20 408 be resolved by the Method City Council that a, our colleagues on the school committee share with us the assembled list of items uh, designed to improve student outcomes as discussed in their budget, uh, budget meetings, which began in February. We further resolved that the council express its thanks to the school committee for bringing this transparency to the school budget process and that we look forward to any information they can share regarding the criti- criticality and prioritization of items on this list as it relates to a traditional school year and or the anticipated 2020-2021 academic year. Council of Bears.
2: Thank you, Mr. President. Um, you know, I think as everyone, Uh, may know I I think uh, we really need to talk in this community about uh, need and unmet need for the essential services that we provide Um, I know that the school committee has had an extensive budget process much of it was based on being in a school building and having a normal year revenue Um, but I still think that the information discussed there is valuable so that we can see what the educators what the parents what the community um, is thinking that we are missing and that we need um, I know it's been referred to as a wish list. I don't think reading specialists are a wish list item. I think those are needs. And I, I would just uh, like us to be able to see the unmet need, um, uh, knowing we might not be able to address it in this year's budget, but I think it's important for that scope. Uh, so uh, that's the intent of this.
0: Thank you, Council of Council Knight.
5: Uh, Mr. President, I support this resolution wholeheartedly, and I'd like to, uh, Further amended and ask that the school committee or the (coughs) superintendent of schools um, or whoever it may be that's putting this budget together probably the assistant superintendent of finance uh provide us with a draft copy of that department's budget um as we discussed earlier in the meeting it's budget time it's time to get rolling if the school department has a budget that's been put together then we need to see it mr president so if the administration's not willing to give us a whole budget book then maybe we can seek them out as individual departments so that we can better prepare ourselves for these debates I'd offer that in the form of an amendment
0: and i ask the council calling call it to second it. Thank you, Council Knight. Uh, any other questions from, or comments from the council? Second the motion, Mr. President. Okay, on the motion of <laughs> Councilor Affairs, uh, seconded by Council Carviello as amended by Council Knight. Um, let's see, Are there any other questions or does anybody else want to speak on this matter? On that motion, Clerk, please call the roll. Councillor Bears?
1: Yes. Vice President Carabiello? Yes. Councillor Knight? Yes. Council Marks? Yes. Council Morell, Yes. Councillor McCauley? Yes. President Falco?
0: Yes. the affirmative, zero in the negative. The motion passes. Communications from the Mayor, 20-409, <coughs> the Honorable President and members of the Method City Council, City Hall, Metro Massachusetts, 02155. Dear Mr. President and City Councilors, I respectfully request and recommend that your honorable body approve to partially rescind the appropriation of free cash per paper uh, council paper 19-671 in the amount of $87,508.00 to purchase APX-8000XE all-band portable radios and assorted accessories for the fire department. The, radios, uh, pr- the radio project is complete. And the total amount expended was $195,249.18 for the radios and accessories. The free cash needed to fund the radios uh, project was $120,249.18 and $75,000 was funded from a fire special revenue fund. The balance of free cash before this vote was $10,431,000. $431,282. $431,282. My name is Director Alicia Nunley Benjamin is present to answer any question, any any of the council's questions regarding this matter. Uh, Brianna longo current Mayor.
5: Move approval of the paper, Mr. President. I thought the explanation was excellent. Okay.
8: Second.
0: On the motion of Council Knight, seconded by Council of Bears. Any questions from the council? <coughs> Any the comments, President,
9: any comments? Mr. President, if we could, we have Alicia with us, if she could just give a, a, a short presentation on it, Mr. President. Absolutely.
0: Alicia.
9: Hi, Honorable Counselor. So uh, the fire
10: department had requested some free cash for a radio project. Uh, they had a special revenue fund for equipment, which includes radios, that was $75,000. So they didn't need that $75,000 initially from the free
0: cash. And that's why we're sending that money back. Thank you. Uh, Any other questions, any questions from the council? Council
9: of Marks, do you? Mr. President, does this uh, include repeaters and other issues that (coughs) the (laughs) fire department had concerns about communication citywide?
0: This includes their radio and accessories that they uh, brought before your honorable body with paper 19-671. (laughs)
9: So so do do you know, Alicia, uh, and you may not know, but do you know where we stand with the repeaters because that was a major issue. Uh, You know, we can have all the updates to radios, but without the repeaters that actually forwards the message, Uh, communications uh, fail uh, in the community, which is a public safety concern. So I
0: want to make sure that that's addressed as well. I did ask the fire chief uh, about his radios and he said all his radios, accessories and equipment was complete and done. He has everything that he needs. So I hope that that covers repeaters because that's what he told me.
9: If, if I'm going to support the paper tonight, but if you could just double check with the chief regarding the repeaters, it's okay. been a longstanding issue for a number of years.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Any other questions from the council? Any other questions from the public? Anybody have questions uh, on this issue? Nate, name and address for the record, please. Nate Barrett. Okay, I think he took his hand out. on yeah, the motion of council night, second advice. pass,
9: Mr. President. I think Back he has been raised, Mr. President.
0: Oh, is this here? I apologize. Let me.
9: Oh, it's all right. I think it just came up again. I see it at the bottom. Oh, just... we... Here we go. Let's try it again. Right,
0: Nate, I'm trying to
15: Oh, <coughs> uh, Nate. All right we're working thank you uh Nate Merritt 373 Riverside Ave um i just want to second councilor marks just to make sure that the fire department has all the communications gear it needs especially with the recent development of all the large um apartment complexes in the area especially using 700 800 megahertz radios like is described in the paper um they can have difficulty penetrating even through the building so We just want to make sure they get the equipment they need, especially with a lot more residents that could be using the fire department services. You know, the repeaters are important. Um, Backup power, if there really is an emergency for those repeaters, just want to make sure before we take money back before the new uh, fiscal year budget that they have what they need. Thank you.
0: Thank you. Okay, any other questions or comments? You seeing and hearing none. Uh let's see on the motion of council on night. Seconded by second Mr. president. Second. Seconded by Vice President Carbiello. clerk, please call the roll.
1: Councilor Bears. Yes. yes. Vice President Carbiello. Yes. Councilor Knight. Yes. Councilor Marks. Yes. Council Morel? Yes. Councilor Scarpelli. Yes. <laughs> president Falco.
0: Yes, seventy affirmative, zero and negative. The motion passes.
5: I do believe we tabled an item till the end of the meeting, Mr. President. I hope you are uh, eyes are well rested and
0: you're uh, ready to start reading. I'm not sure if they're well rested, but we'll, I'll try my best. And so uh, let's see. So this one it okay, so this is a notice of a actually so on the motion of do um, so we need to take this from the table, right? Clark Curtis? Motion to take from the table, Mr. President on second. the motion of vice president carabiello second by my council to take this uh to take paper two zero 42 from the table please please call the roll
1: council bears yes vice president carabiello yes council knight yes council marks yes council Morel, yes council scarpelli yes president falco
0: yes seven affirmatives during the night the motion passes just so I'm clear, um, is this a public hearing? It looks like it's worded differently. Uh,
1: it's the, uh, it, I, you directed me to put the ordinance on the uh, on the agenda for consideration. Um, okay. The public hearing, I believe, comes later, uh, come, uh, after the, uh, either after the Community Development Board hears it, because um, it's, you wanted me to put it on so that you could so that you could vote either for first reading or to refer it to the community development board that was the director from last week's committee.
0: Oh, that. correct I, it, just, just the way it fell on the page i just want to make sure i am doing it right Two zero 42 in the ordinance amending the revised ordinances of the city of medford zoning relative to adult use marijuana be it resolved by the city council of the city of medford as follows the revised ordinances of the city of medford so when I say X, that means it hasn't really been slotted into a position yet. So that'll be renumbered uh, once it goes uh, to, um, once it gets passed. Uh, City of Medford X, B and R hereby amended by inserting the following to section X at the end of article X as follows. Whereas by vote of the state election on November 8, 2016, the voters of the Commonwealth approved legislation regulating commerce in marijuana. Marijuana accessories and marijuana products and for the taxation of proceeds from sales of such products. It was authorized cities and towns to adopt reasonable restrictions on the time, place, and manner of operating marijuana business and whereas currently the city of Manfred code of ordinance does not specify the license uh, requirements for persons or entities seeking to operate adult use marijuana establishments in the city and whereas the legislature of the Commonwealth has determined that cities and towns in Massachusetts uh, should not be permit, permitted to outright prohibit adult use marijuana facilities without a citywide referendum vote. Whereas the licensing commission of the city of effort may grant local licenses uh, for adult use marijuana establishments regulated under section three of chapter 94G of the general laws in 935 CMR 500. Therefore, be it adopted by the Medford City Council in session assembled that the below listed sections of the Medford Code of Ordinances are hereby amended and created as identified. Section XX, purpose and intent applicability. A, Purpose, purpose intent and applicability. Number one, purpose and intent. The purpose and intent of this ordinance is to provide for adult use marijuana establishments in the City of Medford in accordance with General Law Chapter 94G and it's implementing regulations at 935 CMR 500. It is the aim of this ordinance to uh, minimize any adverse impacts that marijuana establishments may have on adjacent or nearby properties and to provide standards for the placement, design, siting, safety, security, monitoring, modification, and uh, discontinuance of marijuana establishments subject to reasonable conditions aimed to protect public health, safety, and welfare. This ordinance is intended to be used in conjunction with other applicable ordinances of the city of Medford that are designed to encourage appropriate land use and impose reasonable safeguards to govern the time, place, and manner of marijuana establishment uh, operations and any business dealings in marijuana accessories in such as fashion as the public is pr- to protect public health, safety, well-being, and minimize undue impacts of the natural environment. Two, applicability. The ordinance applies to all marijuana establishments, including marijuana cultivators, craft marijuana cooperatives, marijuana product uh, manufacturers, marijuana micro-businesses, invest- in independent uh, testing laboratories, marijuana retailers, marijuana transporters, marijuana research facilities, delivery-only licenses, and medical marijuana Treatment centers licensed by the Commonwealth pursuant to General Laws Chapter 94G and General Law Nine Chapter 94I, uh, 941. Uh, Nothing in this ordinance shall be construed to supersede uh, federal and state laws uh, or regulations governing the sale and distribution of marijuana. Section XX, definitions, A definitions, the following definitions consistent with General Law Chapter 94G, the General Law Chapter 941 and the Cannabis Control Commission implementing regulations 935CMR500.002 and 935CMR501.002 shall apply in the interpretation and enforcement of this section. Number one, Cannabis Control Commission. The Massachusetts Cannabis Control Commission established by General Law Chapter 10, Section 76, or its representatives with authority to implement the state marijuana laws. Two, Craft mar- Marijuana Cooperative. A marijuana cultivator comprised of residents of the Commonwealth and organized as a limited liability company, limited liability partnership, or cooperative corporation under the laws of the Commonwealth A cooperative license to cultivate obtain manufacture process package and brand cannabis or marijuana products to transport marijuana to marijuana establishments uh, but not to consumers a craft marijuana cooperative is a type of marijuana cultivator three delivery only licensee uh an entity uh that is authorized to deliver directly to consumers from a marijuana retailer or registered qualifying patients or caregivers from a ma- medical marijuana treatment center, MTC, and that does not provide a retail location accessible to the public. Four independent testing laboratory, a laboratory that is licensed or registered by the Cannabis Control Commission, it is a currently in, uh, in uh, validly licensed under 935 CMR 500.001. Application requirements will formally uh, validly registered by the Commission B, uh, accredited, to, accredited to the most current international organization for standardization 17025 by a third party accrediting body that is a signatory to the Itt- International Laboratory Accreditation Corporation Mutual uh, Recognition Arrangement or, or that is otherwise approved by the Commission. C, independent financially from any medical marijuana treatment center, or any licensee or marijuana establish- establishment for which it conducts a test and D, qualified to test marijuana in compliance with regulations uh, promulgated by the commission. Excuse me. Five, marijuana, all pots or any plant of the uh, genus can- can- cannabis not um, expected below and whether growing or not the seeds thereof and resin extracted from any part of the plant in every compound manufacturer, salt derivative mixture or preparation of the plant its seeds or resin including uh tetrahydric cannibal is defined in general law chapter 94 c section one provided however that marijuana shall not include i um, the mature stocks of the plant fiber produced uh, from the stocks oil or cake made from the seeds of the plants uh, any other compound, manufactured salt derivative, uh, mixture, or preparation of the mature stocks, fiber, oil, or cake made from the seeds of the plant, or sterilized seed of the plant that is inca- uh, incapable of germination. To, uh, two, hemp, or three, the weight of the of any other ingredient combined with marijuana to, to prepare topical or oral administ- uh, administrations, food, drink, or other products. Six, marijuana cultivator in. Entity licensed to cultivate, uh, process, and package marijuana, and to transfer marijuana to other marijuana establishments, but not to customers. Seven, marijuana establishment. A marijuana cultivated, craft marijuana cooperative, marijuana product manufacturer, mar- marijuana microbusiness, independent testing laboratory, marijuana retailers, marijuana transporter, delivery-only licensee, marijuana research facility or any other type of licensed marijuana related business, including a medical marijuana treatment center, MTC. Eight, marijuana product manufacturer. Uh, An entity licensed to obtain, manufacture, process, and package marijuana and marijuana products to deliver marijuana and marijuana products to marijuana establishments and to transfer marijuana and marijuana products to other marijuana establishments but not to customers. Nine. Marijuana retailer, an entity license to purchase and transport marijuana and marijuana products from marijuana establishments and to transfer or sell, otherwise transfer this product to marijuana spa- establishments and to sell to consumers. Marijuana retailers are prohibited from offering marijuana or marijuana products from the purpose of on-site social consumption on the premises of a marijuana establishment. Ten, marijuana transporter, an entity not otherwise uh, licensed by the Cannabis Control Commission that is licensed to purchase, obtain, and possess marijuana and marijuana products solely for the purpose of transporting temporary storage, sale, and distribution to marijuana establishments, but not for sale to consumers. Eleven, marijuana research facility, an entity licensed to engage in research projects by the Cannabis Control Commission. 12, micro business, a collected marijuana operation that can be either a tier one marijuana cultivator or marijuana product manufacturer or both in compliance with 935 CMR 500.000 operating procedures for each license and in a receipt of a delivery endorsement issued by the Cannabis Control Commission may deliver marijuana or marijuana products. Produced at the licensed location directly to consumers in compliance with the established regulatory requirements for retail sale as relates to delivery. And microbusiness that is a product manufacturer may purchase no more than 2,000 pounds of marijuana per year from uh, other marijuana establishments for the purpose of marijuana product manufacturing. 13 special permit special permit issued by the special special permit granting authority to a marijuana establishment in accordance with the standards set forth in this ordinance in the general criteria for granting a special permit contained in section XX of the revised zoning ordinance of the City of Medford a special permit issued under this ordinance shall be from a, uh, for a term of five years from the date of the marijuana establishment co- uh, commences operations until unless sooner revoked or forfeited at the expiration of the term of the holder, term, a holder may apply for renewal according to the process established by the Special Permit Granting Authority. 14, Special Permit Holder, the person, persons or entity who desires to operate a marijuana establishment in the city of Medford and who, is, who has received a special permit issued by the Special Permit Granting Authority, to operate a marijuana establishment in accordance with the standards set forth in this ordinance and the general criteria for granting a special permit contained in section XX of the revised zoning ordinance of the city of Medford. Fifteen, special permit granting authority, the zoning board of appeals of the city of Medford. Sixteen, host community agreement, an agreement negotiated and executed between an applicant who proposes lo- uh, to locate a marijuana establishment in the city of method and the city in accordance with general laws, chapter 94G, section 3D. Section XX, special permit granting authority, special permit requirements, special uh, permit granting authority. A, the zoning board of appeals shall be the special permit granting authority in the city of Method. and may grant a special permit for marijuana establishments in accordance with the standard set forth in the ordinance In the general criteria for granting a special permit contained in Section XX of the Revised Zoning Ordinance of the City of Metro. The fee requirement to apply for a special permit shall be set by the Building Commissioner. uh, B requirements. Number one, it shall be unlawful for any person or entity to operate a marijuana establishment without obtaining a special permit from the Special Permit Granting Authority to operate pursuant to the requirements of this ordinance. Two, a, special, a separate special permit is required for each different marijuana establishment defined in section XX above. In the case of the, that one or more different types of marijuana establishments are proposed, each establishment type shall require a special permit as defined in the ordinance. Three, a, an applicant shall be eligible to apply for a special permit upon receipt of the recommendation from the Cannabis Advisory Committee in accordance with section XX of the general ordinance. No special permit shall be issued until an applicant has successfully negotiated a host community agreement with the city. Four, the special permit re- requirements set forth in this ordinance shall be in addition to and not in lieu of any other licensing and permitting requirements imposed by any other s- federal, state, or local law or required by the Special Permit granting Authority. Five, the issuance of a special permit pursuant to this ordinance does not uh, create an exception, defense, or immunity to any person or entity in regard to any uh, potential criminal liability the person or entity may have for the production, distribution, or possession of marijuana. Six, a special permit issued for a marijuana establishment is not transferable nor assignable to a different location or to a different type of marijuana establishment. Section XX, General and Operational Provisions. A, General Provisions. One, the the following provisions uh, apply to all marijuana establishments as defined above in General Law Chapter 94G, uh, GLC 941 in subsection XX of this ordinance. including marijuana cultivators, crack marijuana cooperatives, marijuana product manufacturers, marijuana micro-businesses, independent testing laboratories, marijuana retailers, marijuana transporters, marijuana research facilities, uh, delivery-only licenses, and medical marijuana treatment centers. Two, marijuana establishments shall comply with applicable state and local laws, regulations, ordinances, codes, conditions, and agreements with the city, including but not limited to Uh, General Law Chapter 94G, General Law uh, Chapter 94I, 935 CMR 500.000, 935 CMR 501.000, the revised ordinances of the City of Method, the City of Method zoning ordinance, all applicable city building, fire, uh, fire prevention, police and health codes, regulations and standards. Any conditions imposed? On licenses and permits held by the marijuana establishment including but not limited to those imposed by the special permit granting authority and agreements between the marijuana establishment and the city of medford including host community agreements excuse me uh, number three marijuana establishments shall maintain all permits and licenses required by state and local laws any actions avoiding the cannabis control commission's license by operation of law, including including due to cessation of operations, failure to become uh, operational within the permitted time, or relocation without Cannabis Control Commission approval, and any uh, revocation or suspension of the marijuana establishment's Cannabis Control Commission license shall result in a suspension of the special permit pending hearing or the opportunity, therefore afforded to the marijuana establishment and pending further determination by the Zoning Board of Appeals of, by the City of Medford. Four, all taxes and charges owed to the City must be paid on a current basis. The City must place a lien and may place a lien on the property or any person or entity who has an outstanding balance due. The City for any fee, charge or tax which balance is at least three months past due? The city has adopted the provisions of General Law Chapter Forty, Section Fifty-Seven. B. Operational provisions. One. Security plan, operations, and plan uh, management plan, and emergency response plan, disposal of odor, disposal and odor control plan. A. Security plan. I, an applicant for a special permit pursuant to this ordinance shall at least 30 days prior to the public hearing on the application submit a security plan to the Chief of Police of the City of Medford describing adequate and proper uh, security at the premises so that to avoid, uh, so to, uh, so as to avoid, deter, and prevent illegal activities from taking place upon or about. The applicant's premises and to demonstrate that there is limited undue burden on city uh, public safety resources as a result of the proposed business prior to the issuance of a certificate of occupancy and two the security plan shall include the details at all security measures for the site and transportation of marijuana and marijuana products to and from off-site premises to ensure the safety of employees and the public and to protect the premises, uh, property from theft or other criminal activity. The applicant shall meet with the chief of police or his designee regarding the applicant's security plan prior to the issuance of the special permit. B, operation of management plan. The applicant, <clears throat> excuse me, an applicant for a special permit pursuant to this ordinance shall submit an operation and management plan to the special permit governing, governing authority which shall include but not be limited to the following elements. Organizational structure, location, property, description, hours of operation and staffing, description and proposed operations, distribution practices, employee safety, general compliance, uh, fire prevention, sanitation requirements, electrical system overview, proposed energy demand, and proposed electrical demand offsets. Ventilation system and air quality, proposed water system and utility demand prior to the issuance of a building permit, and proposed traffic mitigation and uh, parking plans. The applicant shall additionally provide the building commissioner and the director of the City of Medford Health Department copies of all documents submitted under this section for review and comments. C. emergency response plan. An applicant for a special permit pursuant to the ordinance shall submit proposed emergency response plan to the special permit granting authority it shall meet with the fire chief uh, of the city of Method and the police chief of the city of Method prior to the public hearing to discuss and identify management uh, emergency plans, contingency plans for the site prior to the issuance of a certificate of occupancy. The emergency response plan shall include but not be limited to a description of the work, uh, work tasks and activities to take place on the premises and its plan to implement proper protocols and to take proper steps so as to prevent hazardous activities from taking place upon or about the premises. A written emergency response plan shall be filed with the Medford Fire Department and Medford Police Department pursuant Mass General Law A C 94 G section 12, marijuana establishments shall comply with 527 CMR 1.00 with chapter 38 of NFPA number one 2018, as they may be the amended and as applicable. D disposal and order control plans. An applicant for a special permit pursuant to this ordinance shall submit plans for waste disposal, trash pickup, and rubbish removal that serve the marijuana establishment. All trash pickup and rubbish removal shall be provided by a private rubbish. Removal service in the City of Medford shall not be required to provide any trash pickup or rubbish removal for the marijuana establishment the marijuana establishment shall comply with all applicable federal state and local laws regulations rules and ordinances pertaining to the disposal of trash or refuse from the marijuana establishment and any other conditions required by the director of the City of Medford Health Department this shall include but not be limited to Massachusetts Waste, uh, waste Disposal Regulations set forth in 310CMR19.017. An applicant for a special permit to engage in cultivation or product manufacturing pursuant to this ordinance shall submit an odor control plan uh, that uh, provides for proper and adequate ventilation at such facilities in such a manner as so to prevent pesticides, insecticides, or other chemicals used in the cultivation or processing of marijuana or marijuana-related products from being dispersed or released outside the facilities. All resulting odors, smoke, vapors, fumes, gases, and particulate matter from marijuana or its uh, or its processing or cultivation shall be effectively confined to the premises or so disposed of so as to avoid any air pollution. And so that no odor or marijuana or its processing can be detected by a person with an unimpaired and otherwise normal sense of smell at the exterior of the facility or at any adjoining use or property and to minimize any adverse impacts on human human beings the environment and abutting properties from odor-emitting activities to be conducted on site. The applicant shall additionally provide the Director of the City of Medford Health Department copies of all documents submitted under this section of for review and comment. E, environmental impact plan. An impact for a special permit pursuant to this ordinance shall submit a plan to reduce the impact of its intended activity on the environment. The applicant shall additionally provide the Director of the Energy and Environment the city have copies of all documents submitted under this section for review and comment. Two, retail marijuana establishments shall not be managed by any person other than the licensee or their assigned. Such licensee or assigned shall be on the premises during regular hours of operation and responsible for all activities within the licensed business. It shall provide up-to-date emergency contact information for the city or a city of Method police, fire, and building department to have on file. Three, on-site social consumption of marijuana is prohibited at all marijuana establishments as are vending machines and other self-service devices. Four, uh, pursuant to General Law 94G, Section 5B, 3, a marijuana establishment shall not be located within 500 feet of a pre-existing public or private school providing education in, de- in kindergarten or any grades 1 through 12. The 500-foot distance shall be measured in a straight line from the nearest point of the property line in question to the nearest point of the property line where the marijuana establishment is or will be located. Five. All marijuana establishments, license operations, shall be conducted within a building in a fixed at a fixed location. A marijuana establishment shall not be located in a trailer, straight uh, storage freight container, uh, motor vehicle, or other similar movable enclosure. Six, a marijuana establishment may only be involved in in the use permitted by its definition. Retail marijuana establishments may only be located in buildings with other uses, including other types of marijuana establishments if the marijuana establishment is separated by full walls from other use. Seven, All aspects of marijuana establishment relative to the cultivation, possession, processing, manufacture, sale, distribution, dispensing, or administration of marijuana, marijuana products or related uh, supplies must take place at a fixed location within a fully enclosed building and shall not be visible from the exterior of the building. Eight. marijuana establishments may cultivate, process, test, store, and manufacture marijuana or marijuana products only within an area that is enclosed and secured in a manner that prevents access by persons not permitted by the marijuana establishment to access the area. Nine, the hours of operation of the marijuana establishments in all standards or requirements relating to exterior signs and advertisements shall be those that are set by the marijuana establishment's post-community agreement with the city. Uh, Ten, uh, marijuana establishments shall ensure that their hours and methods of transportation or products shall not be de- uh, a detriment or be a nuisance to the surrounding area uh, in nearby uses. Eleven, marijuana establishments shall not permit any disorder, disturbance, nuisance, or, Ill- or illegality under state or local law of any kind of, uh, I'm sorry. Under state or local law of any or any kind on the premises, twelve marijuana establishment operations shall not result in illegal distribution under state or local law of marijuana obtained from the mar- from the marijuana establishment or in uh, in use of marijuana in any manner that violates state or local law. Uh, Thirteen, marijuana establishment operations shall not create. Uh, Nuisance conditions in parking areas, sidewalks, streets, and areas surrounding the premises and adjacent properties. Nuisance includes but is not limited to disturbances of the peace, open public consumption of marijuana, excessive pedestrian or uh, uh, vehicular traffic, odors emanating from the marijuana establishment's premises, electrical lighting, illegal drug activity under state or local law, harassment of passerby, excessive littering excessive loitering, illegal parking, excessive loud noises, excessive citation for violations of state traffic laws and regulations and or transportation division rules and regulations, queuing of patrons, vehicular or pedestrian and uh, in or other obstructions of the public way, sidewalks and streets, uh, collision between vehicles, bicycle, bicyclists and pedestrians, loot conduct or police detentions and arrests. 14. Marijuana Establishments may be subject to unannounced unscheduled periodic inspections of its premises by the building commissioner or designee including an agent uh, from the building health police and fire departments which when conducted by uh, the police department shall be by a sworn police officer holding the rank of sergeant or higher at any time during the normal business hours to determine the marijuana establishment's compliance with the requirements of applicable state and local laws, regulations, codes. Fifteen, marijuana establishments are prohibited from use of the on-site self-service displays. Self-service displays are defined to mean displays from which uh, customers may select marijuana or marijuana products without assistance from an employee or store personnel in including vending machines. Sixteen, uh, All business signage shall be subject to the requirements to be uh, promulgated by the Cannabis Control Commission. The signed ordinance set forth by the revised ordinance of the City of Medford and is set forth by the host community agreement. 17, no drive-through service shall be permitted at a marijuana establishment. 18, no outside storage of marijuana, marijuana products or related suppliers as permitted. Eighteen, no outside storage of marijuana, marijuana products, or related supplies is permitted. Nineteen, the consumption of marijuana in the interior or exterior of the premises is not permitted. No marijuana or marijuana product shall be smoked, eaten, or otherwise consumed or ingested on the premises where sold. All marijuana establishments permitted in the city of Medford shall comply with all state and local laws, rules, and regulations governing the smoking of tobacco. Twenty. A marijuana establishment and the owners of the premises where the marijuana establishment is located shall comply with the provisions of General Law Chapter 40, Section 57. 21. A marijuana establishment shall be required to remove all marijuana and marijuana products by the, early, by the early of A prior to surrendering its state-issued license or B within one month of ceasing operations. Section XX. Application, Procedure, and Submission Requirements. A application procedure and submission requirements an applicant for a special permit shall submit a standard application or form along with all materials as required by the special permit granting authority in addition each applicant shall submit the following following materials one payment for uh, publication and mailing uh, of notice of the date time and place of the hearing on of the petition for a special permit before a special permit granting authority to the owners of um, of all property within 750 feet of the property line of the location of the marijuana establishment, as it appears on the most recent tax maintained tax list maintained by the assessor's office um, of the city of Medford. the city shall also provide notice generally to the residents of the city of Medford by way of telephone call or text message that uses a computerized auto dialer to deliver a pre-recorded message. Uh, of its equivalent no less than 14 days prior to the hearing on a petition for a special permit setting forth the date, time, and place of the hearing. The applicant shall be responsible for any costs associated with such notice. Two, the applicant shall submit proof of site control and right to use the premises uh, proposed for the marijuana establishment in making include a deed notarized statement from the property owner and a copy of the lease agreement or a real estate contract contingent upon successful licensing uh, or a letter of intent by the owner of the premises indicating intent to lease the premises to the applicant contingent upon successful permitting. Three, in addition to complying with any other state or city requirement related to good character and criminal background, any person or entity proposed to have interest in a license to operate a marijuana establishment shall not have committed any marijuana licensing violation affecting public safety or receiving any suspension or revocation of any other state or local marijuana business licenses. Four, a statement signed by the applicant's chief executive officer disclosing all of its designated owners, including officers, directors, partners, managers, or other similarly uh, situated individuals. If any of the above are entities rather than persons, the applicant must disclose the identity and conduct uh, in current contact information for all responsible individuals. Five, a detailed uh, uh, description of the proposed activities to occur on site in relation to the standard special permit criteria set out in section XX of the zoning ordinance of the City of Medford and specific requirements set forth in this chapter. Six, the applicant shall submit a security plan to the Metro Police Chief to demonstrate that there is limited undue burden on the city's public safety officials as a result of the proposed business prior to the issuance of a Certificate of Occupancy. <coughs> Excuse me. Seven, the applicant shall submit an operation and management plan with an additional copy to the Building Commissioner and the Director of, director of the Board of Health. Eight, the applicant shall submit a copy of an emergency response plan with an additional copy to the police chief and the fire chief of the city of Manford. Nine, the applicant shall submit a copy of the disposal and odor control plan with an additional copy to the director of health of the health department. Section XX, the special permit findings and specific requirements for various facilities. A, special permit findings. In addition to the findings of the special permit in section XX of the zoning ordinance, the special permit granting authority must also make the following findings. One, the applicant demonstrates that the marijuana establishment will meet all of the permitting requirements of the applicable agencies within the Commonwealth. It will be in compliance with all applicable state laws and regulations, including, but not limited to MGLAC 94G section 12, general marijuana establishment operation. Two, the applicant has satisfied all of the conditions and requirements of this section and other uh, applicable sections of the zoning ordinance in any applicable city ordinances. Three, the facility provides adequate security measures to ensure that there are not direct threats to the health or safety of employees, staff, or members of the public in that storage and location of cultivation is adequately secured. Four, the marijuana establishment does not... Uh, derogate from the purposes and intent of this section in the Zoning Ordinance. Five, the application information submitted is adequate for the Special Permit Granting Authority to consider approving the Special Permit Request. Six, the proposed establishment is designed to minimize any adverse impacts on human beings, the environment, and abutting properties. Seven, the security plan provides sufficient assurance that adequate security controls had been implemented to ensure the protection of the public health and safety during hours of operation, and that any marijuana or marijuana-related products are adequately secured on-site or via delivery. Eight, the operation and management plan includes, our, includes our, all required components and can be implemented to meet the requirements of this section. Nine, the emergency response plan includes all required components and can be implemented to meet the requirements of this section. 10, the Disposal and Order Control Plans includes all required components and can be implemented in the, to meet the requirements of this section. 11, the Special Permit Granting Authority may require a marijuana establishment to post a bond or other resources held in in an escrow account in an amount sufficient to adequately support the dismantling and winding down of the marijuana establishment. 12, no special permit shall be issued by the special permit granting authority zoning until an applicant has submitted proof of an executed host community agreement with the city of Medford. B, requirements specific to marijuana cultivation facility. As the cultivation and processing of marijuana is not considered agricultural under General Law, Chapter 128, Section 1A, and is subject to General Law Chapter 94G, Section 12, The following restrictions to ensure the health, safety, well-being of the public and to limit undue impacts on the natural environment as it relates to cultivation shall apply. One, all all marijuana cultivators shall use high high efficiency lights and equipment to limit energy and water usage demand. Two, all marijuana cultivators shall use LEDs for all fixtures except for those that are using, that are used in flowering rooms. High pressure sodium grow lights uh, may be used for no more than 50% of the total square footage of the cultivation area to maximize flowering conditions and limit electricity demand. Three, no pesticides, uh, insecticides, or other chemicals shall be used in the cultivation of marijuana. Marijuana cultivators shall be used. Marijuana cultivators shall use the best practices to prevent pests and contamination, SF4th. In 935 CMR 500.1209. Four, cult, marijuana cultivators shall comply with all regulations that uh, may be promulgated by the Cannabis Control Commission. C, requirements specific to marijuana product manufacturers. Marijuana product manufacturers shall be subject to General Law Chapter 94G, Section 12, in the following resti- restrictions to ensure the health, safety, and well being of the public and limit any undue impacts of the natural environment as it relates to manufacturing shall apply. One, all marijuana product manufacturers shall use high efficiency lights and manufacturing equipment to limit energy and water usage demand. Two, all marijuana product manufacturers shall comply with all regulations that may be promulgated by the Cannabis Control Commission. D, uh, requirements specific to independent testing laboratories. One. All independent testing laboratories shall use high-efficiency lights and equipment to limit energy and water u- usage demand. Two. Independent testing laboratories shall be subject to the requirements of General Law Chapter 94G, Section 15, and any regulations that the Cannabis Control Commission may prom- promulgate. Uh, thereunder there under to ensure that to ensure there are no undue impacts on the health, safety, and well-being of the public. requirements specific to marijuana retailers. Marijuana retailers shall be subject to general law chapter 94G section 12 and the following restrictions to ensure that there are no undue impacts on the health, safety and well-being of the public. One, as defined in general law chapter 94G, the number of marijuana establishments shall be limited to no more than 20% of the number of uh, licenses issued within the city for the retail sale of alcoholic uh, beverages, not to be drunk on the premises Uh, We are sold under General Law Chapter 138, Section 15. In accordance with General Law Chapter 94G, on the effective date of this ordinance, the number of marijuana uh, retailers shall be limited to no more than three. All uh, marijuana retailers shall comply with all regulations that may be promulgated by the Cannabis Control Commission. Marijuana retailers shall not sell marijuana or permit marijuana as defined herein, to be sold to a person under the uh, minimum legal sales age or give gift or transfer of marijuana or marijuana products as defined herein to a person under the minimum uh, legal sales age. Four, marijuana retailers. When selling or distributing marijuana or marijuana products as defined herein, shall verify the age of the purchaser by means of a valid government-issued photographic identification containing the bearer's date of birth showing that the purchaser is 21 years of age or older. Five, all retail sales of marijuana or marijuana products shall be face-to-face between the seller and the buyer and occur only at the permitted location. Six, marijuana retailers, retailers should only be permitted in the C2 or industrial zoning districts as specified in the table of uses. Marijuana retailers shall not exceed ten thousand square feet in retail floor space. Section XX Unlawful Acts Compliance Separability. A unlawful acts. Number one, it shall be unlawful for any person to operate any marijuana establishment, the city in the city, without a valid license issued by the state licensing authority under general law chapter ninety four G. Two, when a marijuana establishment has received a renewal uh, license from the state, the business shall submit a copy to the city clerk, chief of police, fire chief, building commissioner, and director of the board of health within 30 days of receipt. Three, it shall be unlawful for any person to operate any marijuana establishment without a special permit from the special permit granting authority. Four, no person shall uh, gift marijuana or marijuana products to a consumer contingent upon the sale of any other products. Five, no person shall accept or redeem, offer, uh, offer to accept or redeem, or cause or hire any person to accept or redeem or offer to accept or redeem any coupon that provides marijuana or a marijuana product without charge. B. Compliance. A special permit held by a marijuana establishment under this ordinance is conditional on the holder's continued compliance with all requirements and conditions that apply to the special permit and to its compliance with all applicable local ordinances, state and federal laws, and regulations. A violation by a marijuana establishment that holds a special permit of all requirements and conditions that apply to the special permit and with all applicable local ordinances, state and federal laws, and regulations shall be good cause for, it may result in a penalty of $300 per violation. Each day the violation continues shall be deemed a separate offense. C, separability. If any provision of this section is invalidated by subsequent legislation or regulation or held to be invalid by a court of competent jurisdiction, then such provision shall be considered Separately and apart from the remaining provisions, which shall remain in full force and effect. Thank you. I ran out of water on my like page two. <laughs>
5: oh, geez. can you repeat that, please? I missed something. <laughs> uh, thank you. <laughs> Motion to, report to the, refer to the Community Development Board pursuant to Chapter 48, Section 5. Second, Mr. President. Second,
2: President.
0: Thank you. On that motion, offered by Councilor Knight, seconded by, was it Vice President Caviello? Yes, sir. Oh, nice. Mr. President? Yes. I, I didn't get on. that. Can you repeat that, please? <laughs> what, what part? <laughs> the whole
9: thing, Mr. President. Counselor,
2: Counselor Knight. Counselor Knight beat you to it, Counselor Marks. Oh, I did. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry.
6: <laughs> we sent off, hey, we sent off a pizza while you were waiting.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> hey, I
6: changed my shirt. Oh,
1: <laughs> thank you um, I for pizza, but I ate a, I ate a whole pizza while we were while I was hearing that
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, Are there any uh there, Before I call before I have the clerk call the roll. Are there any questions regarding the or any comments uh, from the council or the uh, general public? Oh, good question. Okay, uh, let's see Nate name our, name and address for the record.
15: Hey, Mayor, 373 Riverside Ave. Um, just a word of caution before you bring it to committee, you might want to address, um, specifically, it's actually towards the end, page 20, section 5B, compliance, um, where it states that uh, compliance with federal <laughs> law. Since as I'm still aware, unless I'm wrong, that distribution of marijuana is still not compliant with federal law, you just want to tighten up the language so you don't permit someone to set up an establishment and then have them get in trouble. That's all. Thank you. Thank you. And besides federal, I'm sorry, besides that item, there was uh, similar throughout page six at the top. Uh, there's something that says this isn't supposed to supersede federal law, although the whole content therein kind of does. Um, it's avoided on page 14 um, in section 12 there. They don't mention federal law, but they do mention state and uh, local law. So you might want to have someone take a look and tighten up the language.
9: Okay, Mr. President, if, Mr. President, if we can refer it to KP before our second reading, KP law.
0: Yes, so so uh, so we can pass it tonight, send it to the CD board and then uh, have KP law. is tonight the third reading. Today's a, this is a first, information. first reading. Yeah.
5: Uh,
0: information. I'm sorry. Council in, Part of information Council Knight.
5: It's a zoning amendment, Mr. President. So the first reading is us introducing this paper tonight, but um, by law, we have to send that to the CD board. Um, This would enact the public hearing process where once the CD board receives it, the council and the CD board are required to hold a public hearing, and the CD board would be required to report back um, their findings to the council, and the council would be precluded from voting on the measure until the CD board provides us with that information or... I think uh, three weeks passed from the close of their public hearing. Um, so this isn't the typical ordinance with three readings because it's a zoning amendment. It has to go through the CD board. Um, so the council wouldn't have, you know, a first reading, an advertisement, and then a third reading. It would be um, send it to the CD board, have a public hearing. CD board has a public hearing, provides us with their recommendation. We close our public hearing and then have a certain defined period to deliberate.
9: So we can make the change after that,
5: then. Uh, Yeah, but between um, it takes four four votes to take off to go to the CD board and five votes to pass. And we can change the language after the CD board because the idea is they're going to have a public hearing and make a recommendation on language, right?
8: Yes. Sounds good.
0: Perfect. Okay, so uh, there's a motion on the floor uh, um, and the motion was, uh, was, I'm sorry, was the motion made by Council Knight?
6: Yes, I seconded it Mr. Yes. President.
0: Okay, uh, on the motion of Council Knight, seconded by Vice President Carabiello, Clerk Curtis, please go the roll. Council,
6: Council Bears.
1: Yes. Vice President Carabiello. Yes. Council, Council Knight. Yes. Council, Council Marks. Yes. Council, Council Morrell. Yes. Council, Council Scarpelli. Yes. President Falco.
0: Yes, send the affirmative, zero on the negative. The motion passes. Um, Clerk, we have committee report with committee reports or just the records.
1: Mr. President, I actually completed a committee report, but I never made the entry on the agenda. So I, I did not so there's I mean, I have a committee report from last week, or we can or you can just table it. Uh, actually you don't need to table, it's not on the agenda.
0: Yeah, it's on the agenda. We'll take it up next week. So, Thank you, Mr. Uh, Clerk. I, I think we should stay a little longer.
1: <laughs> I, I believe the last item then is, is uh, the last two items are records and adjournment at this point.
0: Yes, so um, <laughs> the records, let's see here, the records were of the meeting of June 2nd, 2020 were passed to Council of Knight. Council of Knight, how did you find those records?
5: Not a chance. Table them, please, Mr. President.
6: Oh.
0: You could I have read them while Johnny was reading the, the, the ordinance. <laughs> <laughs>
5: I was taking a nap.
0: Uh, 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 thank you very much. My son brought me. Water and cough drops. <laughs> oh. Thank you, Jack.
6: I <laughs> <laughs> you brought your drink. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's water. Fine. Um, on the motion of Council Knight to table the records, I seconded second it by, seconded by uh, Vice President Caviello, Clerk Curnevis, please call the roll. Council
1: Bears. No. First President Carabiello. Yes. Councilor Knight. Yes. Councilor Marks. Yes. Councilor Morell. Yes. Councilor Scarpelli. No. President Falco.
0: Yes. Five in the, five in the affirmative, two in the negative, the uh, records at the table. Is there a meeting to adjourn? Is
9: there, there no. no a <laughs> <No. No. laughs> motion to adjourn? No. Motion to adjourn, Mr.
0: President. There is a meeting to adjourn. <laughs> this one. <laughs> On the motion of uh Council of Beers to adjourn the meeting, second Thank by you. second by Council Morrell. Clerk Herdeby, please call the roll. Councilor Bears.
2: Yes.
1: Vice President Caraviello. No. <laughs> Councilor Knight. Yes. Councilor Marks? Yes. Councilor Morrell. yes. Councilor Scarpelli, yes. President Falco,
0: yes. Six in the affirmative, one in the negative. The meeting is adjourned. Thank you. Good night. Be safe. Good night. 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 Thank you.